0: It. I'm in a continual, permanent,
1: protracted, unending mood. I'm persistent. Zoom Deutschland. Yes, you heard correct. George and I are in Germany, in and Munich. Awesome. To be ex- exact. Sitting here in Munich. Sorry, might be slurring a little bit. We've already been drinking, <laughs> but what's new? Yeah. So, what are we drinking today?
0: A dunkel Rodler. Yes. Which we've done a podcast of Rodlers. Yes, we have. But this one is so much better.
1: Yes, yeah, so it's a Dunkel beer. We're actually at the Hofbrauhaus, house, the world famous Hofbrauhaus, house sitting here in Munich, right off the Marienplatz, uh kind of in the Altstadt, the old town area. And um, they brew their own beers. It's actually the oldest brewery in Munich. It was founded in uh, 1589 wow. by Duke Wilhelm V. I knew. So, him. Yes, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you date a sister or yeah, something? I think, me, I think Wilhelm. She was good. <laughs>
1: So, anyways, it's uh, where it's built. It was right around the corner from where their palace was. So it was kind of their their house brewery, and then opened up obviously to the, the rest of the population. So they brew their own beer here, and, and obviously
0: uh, popular because you can hear the background noise, and it's a huge beer house. Yes, yes. And the
1: dunkel is once again it's dark beer, and they're using as a rodler. They're cutting it with lemonade.
0: So but. On the nose, you yeah, smell you
1: sweet raspberry. Yeah, almost raspberry or, or edelberry or something, yeah. Sweet
0: fruit, but you do taste very, very sweet lemonade and dark beer. Yep. It's, it's delicious. Yeah,
1: this, uh, the zitron, the uh, the lemon shines through very nicely. What are you getting from the beer side, flavor-wise?
0: More dark hops, obviously, is a dark beer. Yep. A little, I'm not going to say chocolatey, it's just this dark brown well, sugar. Almost toasty. Yeah, it's toasty yeah. brown sugar with that really sweet lemonade. It's... Yeah. It's delicious. It goes down so easily. But we've drank a liter, and we're like, yeah, I can go for another one. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: amazing how easy it goes down. So, unfortunately, we cannot uh, fire up a cigar in here. So, what would you, uh, if we could, from a non-cuban, what would you pair with?
0: So, yeah, with this, I would do more of a light to medium body cigar, uh, something that's not real grassy or earthy. I'm thinking like a Champagne Pergomo 10-year oh, anniversary. yeah, perfect. Uh,
1: or Q- Connecticut Reserve from yeah. Ol- Oliva.
0: Yes, I agree. Uh, Fuente, maybe... Chateau
1: would be fine. Yeah,
0: we always say the double Chateau. I'm thinking maybe even the Hemingway. A little oh, short yeah, Hemingway, Hemingway. A little Hemingway. short so sort of Hemingway.
1: Yeah, because Hemingway's got a little more of the baking spices, which kind of mm-hmm. matches the Dunkel, I think.
0: Cuban-wise... Uh, oil. Uh, yeah, Oil Monterey Epicure number one. Or maybe even... And I'm not a Romeo and Juliet lover, but a Romeo and Juliet number one. Or, you know what? That little uh, Monte Cristo... Oh, yeah. Uh, we just did a couple of podcasts ago. The three? No, heck, I forgot what it was. The Junior? Oh, the ju- Oh, I oh, think yeah, that was really, junior. really yes, well the open junior. With this. So that's just a couple of yeah.
1: Just throwing them out there. All righty. So we're going to wrap this up for a second. Uh, we'll come back. We're actually
0: going to go around we the corner. We're hoping the band will come back on so you guys can hear the band. But they just stepped down. So yeah, no ban band for you done. guys. Not getting any oompa music.
1: But anyways, uh, right around the corner, there happens to be a La Casa de Habano,
0: So we'll be back.
1: And we're back. But now, you know, we've moved on to the Hotel Kempinski here in Munich. And we are sitting in a smoking lounge. One of the only places we found we can actually sit and smoke a cigar. <sighs> so, <laughs> yeah. But prior to that, we did get to go to the LCDH. Yes. which we were thought was absolutely insane that we could not smoke in even yes. though the guys working there were smoking cigars again
0: <sighs> so anyways too big big size yeah
1: too big size but hey we did uh, we got. we picked up a few nice little little treasures from that place and we'll talk about them on another podcast yes. but uh, at this point and a very
0: knowledgeable ex oh, yes. Cuban patriot who studied German German in Cuba and now he's moved to Germany because, again, the communist situation in Cuba, but really had a beautiful conversation with him for about 45 minutes. Unfortunately, he did not want to come on a podcast. But if you're wondering why we're talking with a nice, soft, sultry voice, we're in a very upscale cigar lounge here in a hotel, and people are speaking a little low, so we're speaking with a nice, soft, sultry voice. So the
1: cigar we chose to do is the uh, obviously yeah. Cuban yeah. Romeo so. and Juliet Wide Churchill, so, which is we, basically a Robusto-sized cigar. Yes. So it's about 50 by 5, 5.5. Yeah,
0: it's like a 54, I think, man. It's It's a It a little bigger.
1: Yeah, you're right. That's right.
0: Because, as we said before, Romeo and Juliet are not usually Austin and I's first choice, but we never had the White Churchill on a podcast, so nope. we did this for you guys. <laughs> so it was very good. We've uh, smoked through it. Uh, we paired it with what, George? What did you pick up we, for us? They had the Dalmore cigar malt here, which I adore, and we've had that on a previous podcast. So when he had that, I'm like, we're doing this with the cigar. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So what'd you get out of the cigar?
0: Look, from the first third into the second third, a lot of wood. If you like cedar and you like oak tannins, mainly cedar, dry cedar, it's same from the first third to the second third. We're in the final third now, and it's becoming more balanced of both dry cedar and oak cedar. But it's, it's smoky. It's just smoking wood. Yeah. When I first lit it up on the retro, hill, I was getting a little bit
1: of floral, maybe in the first... I'd say uh, three-quarters of an inch, but very light floral on the retro hill. But, yeah, it's been wood. It started out heavy cedar. Yes. And then it's converted to cedar and oak. Yes. A little bit of nuttiness to it. Definitely dry leather. That's some dry leather.
0: Very dry leather. Hints
1: to it and all. But I thought it's gone well with this Dalmore. This Dalmore cigar malt is beautiful.
0: It is beautiful. Now, I was telling Austin, I do admit, I do enjoy the cigar malt better with the coaba. Because I think a cigar yeah. is less woody. That pairs.
1: was a podcast I didn't make it on. Unfortunately,
0: Uncle Austin wasn't on that one. But I believe the cigar malt does not go well with an over-woody cigar. I would go more with a floral, cocoa, sweeter cigar yeah. with less wood.
1: Yeah, but so
0: that being said, still very delicious. I thought
1: this has been great. I love this Dalmor skull malt, it's nice. You can, it the sherry really shows up, mm, yes. so you have a lot of the dark fruit notes to it. and That sherry really pops, but it's not overly sweet, which is it's nice. It's it's a good balance of sweetness and, and oh,
0: and I, made up for it because it was a cold, rainy day here in Munich. So we were walking around just getting misty and cold and wet. So now, when it's nice, you know, leather wall cigar lounge just yep. mellowed out having a nice woody cigar and and a scotch and i wish our loving listeners could be here with us because it's yep. a really good
1: experience absolutely yeah it's been amazing this cigar lounge is incredible you gotta if you ever go to munich come to the hotel Kempinski. it's also one of the four seasons properties and um phenomenal drinks great whiskey selection really actually nice cognac selection they even have a few armagnacs
0: and honestly, for four seasons, the prices are more than reasonable. They're Cheaper more reasonable. than what we're finding in the United States. Exactly. I more reasonable than The cigar less. malt, oh, hell, I'll just tell the price. Yes. It's $25 for a pour. Yep. And I found when I was in uh, Houston not that long ago, the cigar malt, they were charging $75 for a pour. Yep. So, this is €25, Euros. add on another 9%. I think it's pretty darn, pretty darn reasonable.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been great. So, I've actually really enjoyed the cigar. Maybe the surroundings, maybe the ambiance is helping yes. it, but... It's, it's, um, uh, you know what, I'd buy those white Churchills. Now, these were young, they were babies. I really think if you threw a good year age on them, I think they'd get tremendous.
0: And also just said a mouthful, because talking to the manager of the Casa de Albano's. he was saying he's having a hard time getting Cubans himself, because during COVID, production availability dramatically dropped down. So he's now starting to get cigars again. Yep. There are certain cigars there. He had boxes that he would not sell the box. He says, nope, I'm sending, selling signals, singles because he wants people to have availability to the cigars.
1: Absolutely. But he says
0: he's now getting cigars. And again, the vast majority of the ones we saw, they're babies. They're yep. all less than a year old. Yeah, they're all young. They're kids. And as we said, most Cubans, you want to buy aged. Yeah. Cohiba's Trinidad, buy a baby. But the prices are Oh, insane. Stupid.
1: And he was saying they're getting ready to go up again. The Cohibas yeah. and the Trinidads are getting raised the price again uh, next month.
0: Yeah, I asked him about a Siglo 5. He goes, well, I don't have any, but when I get them in, you may want to buy them within the next month because they're going to go up again.
1: Yeah, Which crazy. Absolutely crazy. So that communism is trying to be capitalistic. but So are we a little hypocritical here on the <sighs> communism?
0: Yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> again, I wish that gentleman would have come on the podcast. yeah we asked he was him very, he was very shy this is but he just sat there and he had a business degree and a german degree from university of cuba and what he said was was enlightening of which we already knew but yeah. i wish people could hear that but to hear
1: it coming from a na- native it was uh, yes. very very interesting and sad that's the thing to him it's very sad to see mm-hmm. what happened to his country and basically felt the need he had to leave
0: yes and Period. he's been in Germany. He says, I never look back. He's gone back to Cuba to visit family. Uh, he said he's had, he's, he was able enough, I mean, I'm sorry, he was fortunate enough to go no, to several easy. Cuban factories <laughs> and fields. He's all been to a of Iowa. He mentioned several fields he went to. Which one day, if I'm lucky enough, Austin and I will go to Cuba and do that tour. That would
1: be awesome. Don't know when. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. So hopefully you enjoyed this podcast, this episode. Um, Tomorrow we're going to be heading to Austria, Salzburg. So we might might record something from over there. We're going to visit another uh, uh, brew house over there where they're doing it and kind of compare their style to german style beers mm-hmm. and i don't know if we'll have any cigars involved uh, on the next episode but we'll definitely have a little, we'll see if a little austrian a that, flavor we
0: have a beer that we think it will go with a cigar we want you to come with us so as always guys please check us out on facebook and instagram at cigars and spirits twitter yep. at cigars underscore podcast share with your friends uh really it's a pleasure and honor to have you guys listen to us uh and we're really enjoying this and hopefully hopefully we're Having you enjoyed experience with us.
1: And don't forget to check out our sponsor.
0: The original bourbon club. Yep. At, at original, original club com.
1: There you go. So, take awesome. care everybody. Take us home.
0: Oh, I'm persistent. I am insistent. I'm in a continual, permanent, protracted, unending. Mood.